Yeah, so yesterday we finished up uh, all Sagarat with the story of Hashem ben Yechai. Um, there's just there's just an interesting point I wanted to make the, at the beginning when it, when it, um, the beginning of this discussion when it mentions the the three Tanoim talking about the uh, Romans and he said one was praising so the uh, it's, it's a little funny like why one would say something good and one would say something bad so the Marshal actually explains that. Um, they're, they're both right. When Rabbi Huda said that uh, how nice their deeds were, that they built all these bathhouses and, and uh, marketplaces, and, and Rabbi Shimon said that's for their own uh, benefit. So Marshal says that's actually the conversation that's going to that Kosh Baruch is going to have with the, with the nation after you know when when there's a din v'cheshbon that they're going to they're going to defend themselves and say look what we did for Klal Yisrael, and uh, Kosh Baruch is going to say back no you did it for yourself. So uh, it's. it's uh, so according to the Marashah, really, they're both right, just they're both saying different points of the conversation. And, and Rabbi Yehuda really also held that uh, the answer back would be, no, you did it for yourself. But um, he didn't say that because he, this uh, whole chain of events had happened, that the word got back to the, to the Malchus, so uh, he didn't want to say that. But uh, Rabbi Shimon wasn't afraid to say that. Anyway, this is an interesting point that I uh, looked up before. <coughs> um... Okay, so we're, uh, we got up to the Mishnah on Lamadal and Aleph. This is the last Mishnah in the Parak, I believe. Um, <clears throat> so Mishnah says, <laughs> There are three things a person, a man has to say in his house on Friday afternoon, uh, right before it gets dark. Um, what are they? Isartem. Did you uh, take miser from all of the produce that we're going to need for Shabbos? Eravtim, did you make the Erev? Hadlikwe Saner. And the third thing is now go and light the candles if you've done those things. Safik Chashecha, Safik Eina Chashecha. If it's the time period which we're uncertain if it's um, considered night or not, which we call Ben Ashmoshes, which is going to be a major discussion in the coming few uh, pages till the end of the parak, um, And it is a major discussion in Halacha. In Ma'asri Nesavadai, you cannot take Maeser from something that is uh, certainly Tevel. If you know that Maeser was ta- wasn't taken from it, you can't take Maeser from it during that time. Ve'in Matbili Nesakelim, you cannot Tevel your vessels. Whether we're referring to um, for Tevilas Kelim or for Tuma and Tara purposes, it suddenly became Tomei and you need to Tevel it to make it Tahar. Either one, it's still a consi- because you're fixing it, you're, you're making it into a usable clean now, <coughs> so you can't do that during Benesh Moshes. Bain Madlikin Esaneris, and you can't light the candles during Benesh Moshes. Um, but what you can do is Avama Asrinus Hadamai, you can take Maeser from Damai, which is, uh, as we said before, it's Xerid um on Damai that we don't eat it, but it's only in a, a state of uh, Suffolk. So something that's a suffix you can take myself from Ma'arvin and you can make an Eruv, some sort of Eruv, which we're gonna see in a moment in Rashi. Uh and you can have and you can also uh, wrap up your chalant. Um and that also is gonna come with certain conditions attached, which is gonna be peric, the fourth peric is Bamatomdin, which uh, goes through all the uh, details of how you have to uh, wrap up your chalant. Um, okay, let's see Rashi on the Mishnah. Im chashecha, with the nightfall, she'im yimahir l'hazkir mibod yoim, because if you're going to remind them early in the, earlier in the day, you're gonna, at 11 o'clock in the morning, you're going to say, uh, did you make the Erev and did you take Miser? 
They'll, they'll end up being negligent. They'll say there's plenty of time to go, and then uh, after Shabbos starts, they'll say, "Oh my gosh, I forgot to take Meiser." So that's why it's got to be before, just before uh, it gets dark, just before the benching. Isartem, did you take Meiser? Paris Ha'ilan Lisudas Shabbos. Did you take Meiser from the fruit trees uh, for the Shabbos meal? Sha'af Achilas Arei Shal Shabbos. Because even eating something on a uh, non on, on a something that's not a fixed meal, if you're just having a snack, that makes it that's uh, con- considered kavua for meiser. Because uh, as we know that you're you're allowed to eat something um, possibly that hasn't had true meiser, meiser taken from it. If you're eating it achilas arei, for example, when they're eating in the field, they're allowed to eat something even though it hadn't had true meiser taken from it because it's considered arei. But uh, on Shabbos, that's that doesn't that doesn't help. Um, you need a, an achilas that makes it into an achilas keva, and you need trumas and meisters taken from it. Whatever you're eating on Shabbos, the Shabbos einig ikri mikoshu have einig. Shabbos is called a delight, and any small amount is considered einig. Any anything you're eating is considered einig Shabbos. So since it's called einig Shabbos, that's enough to make it into a. a Suras keva to be to make it need the meiser taken from it. So you can't get away with saying it's uh, it, I'm just just having a snack and and that doesn't count because no Rashi's telling us on Shabbos everything counts um, and therefore you you need to take meiser from it beforehand. Eruv <coughs> him the second thing he has to say in his house is did you make the eruv eruv etchumin vechatzeres this is referring to the two types of eruv that we have on Shabbos which is eruv etchumin. Um, if you want to walk more than 2,000 amas away from your house, you have to make an Erev Tchumen and, and uh, set your Shvisa, uh, set your, your your place at that 2,000 amas point, and that gives you another 2,000 amas. Mechatzeros, or if you wanted to join the uh, courtyards together, as we've discussed before. The Hani Trey Shaychil, the Memrinu, Beloshan Sheila. These two are uh, mentioned as a question Did you do this and did you do that? The Shema Kvarasa, because maybe they're already done. You can't, uh, you can't say, you can't ask, did you light candles already? You can see if they light candles. The uh, Erev and the Miser, you, you see a pile of fruit, you don't necessarily know if it, if it had Miser taken from it, that's why you're asking. But uh, candles, did you light candles? Well, they're not lit, so you didn't light candles. Um, <coughs> so, the first, that was the first part of the uh, mission. The second part was, Savik Chashecha. For example, if it's Benashmoshes, which is this uh, twilight period, which we're um, very uncertain of exactly what that is. Uh, you cannot um, take Maisa from something which is definitely Tevel. Because that's considered a Tikkun. And we know that on Shabbos you're not allowed to be Masak in something. You're not allowed to do something which is going to fix it to be able to be used. Even though this is a uh, only an Isra Drabonon. Kasavar Gosra Lashvus Af Al Benashmoshes. So he, this this Tana holds <coughs> that they made Xera on Drabonons even during this time of Benashmoshes. Um, uh, that was one. Um, the second thing was you can't toivel your Kalim. To have Shvus, it's also a Drabonon. Katarina Bimsechus Beitza, Denirik Masaka and Kli. Because even though that the Teufel and Kalim on Shabbos is only Nisra Drabonon, um, because it appears that you're uh, 
fixing your cleave that now you can use it. So even Ben Ashmosh as we we're going to answer that. You can't light candles during Ben Ashmoshes. Um, so these two, these previous two things we mentioned are Easter Durabonon. But uh, candles are Easter Durabonon, lighting a fire. Uh, and it's, it's the style of the Mishnah saying this is we're saying one thing, obviously if you can't do something that's an Issa Darabonon, then certainly you can't do something that's an Issa during this Suffolk time period. Because now it's a Suffolk Darasa. However, there's a, there's a uh, style of writing that we've seen many times in the Mishnah, in the Gemara, where it'll say one thing and it'll say something, even though it doesn't need to say it, it's, it's, it's uh, because it's a Chiddush that would be included in the uh, first one, but we, the Mishnah still says it. It's a called, uh, um, it's uh, one, the the bigger chiddush and even the smaller chiddush, the smaller chiddush, but it still wants to tell us anyway. <coughs> we're not actually going to be able to necessarily learn anything new that we can apply elsewhere because <coughs> it would be included in the previous ones. But um, that's the style of the Mishnah. But uh, during this time period of Ben Ashmoshes, you can take Miser from Demai. Uh, you can't, it's, it's not like uh, uh, taking Meister of something that was definitely Tevel. Because uh, apparently most of the uh, general populace of, of uh, farmers who didn't necessarily know all the, all the ins and outs of uh, Halacha, but even so, they were still versed enough in the Halachas of Meister, they still took Meister. So, Demai is a, a even though it's in a st- status of Suffolk, it still sounds like that m- most uh, most farmers would take Meister. Therefore, even though it's a Suffolk, it sounds like it's more leaning towards being okay. And, the, and we do say that in certain circumstances it is permitted, permissible to eat. <coughs> um, um Arvin, the uh, second case, the, the thing you're, that you're allowed to do during Ben Ashmoshes is to make an Eruv. Eruv, Rashi says, so, um, it's a little funny, the Gemara is going to discuss that the first part of the Mishnah we said that you have to ask in your house, did you make the Eruv? And now we're saying that you can make the Eruv. So, why are you asking before it gets dark if you can make it later on? What, what's the problem? The um, You can uh, cover up, you can wrap up the Chalant. You can put it in your, your box with the, they use some sort of wool or cloth um, to wrap up the, and insulate the chalant. Uh, that it would insulate the heat. But uh, once it gets dark, uh, you are no longer allowed to uh, insulate your chalant to stay warm for the next day, as the Gemara is going to explain. <coughs> and as we're going to see in uh, the coming prokim. Um, we're going to be learning all about Bishal in the third and fourth parak. Okay, <clears throat> so that is the Mishnah, which we know very well from every Friday night. Um, so now let's see. Let's start. Let's go into the Gemara. Minahani uh, Mili. How do I know this? Uh, how do you know that we have to say these things uh, before Shabbos? Amar Bishal ben Levi. Bishal ben Levi says, Amar Kra says in the pasuk, Viadata kishalem oihalecha. You should know that uh, your house is 
in peace. You should uh, command your household and you shouldn't come to an Avera. So the Pasuk is saying you, should, you just make sure that your everything's in order and tell your family what to do. <coughs> so Amar Rabbah Baravuna. Rabbah Baravuna adds another point that's very important to him. Even though we, we, the Rabbanon said that there are three things that you have to say in your house, uh, before Shabbos, you have to say it in a gentle, calm manner. So that the uh, family members will accept it from you and uh, won't cause uh, arguments and, prob- and problems in the house. So you have to remember to say it gently. Yervashi said, I never heard this statement of Rabbi Baravuna, but I did that because that's the logical thing to do. If you want your family, your family to listen to you, then uh, say it gently. <coughs> okay. Um, any Rashi here? Uh, no. Okay, let's keep going. How goof a kasha. So, <coughs> this mission itself is a problem, is a question. So we said the the first part of the mission said there are three things that you have to say in your house on Friday evening before it gets dark. So that means when it, with, with it getting dark, which means while it's still daytime, and then that's when you should say it. However, if you're after shkia already and you're in the time in the time period known as ben hashmoshes. And you're not sure whether it's dark or not, so then you shouldn't say these things. And then the second part of the Mishnah says, So the end of the Mishnah says, if you're in that time period of Ben Hashmoshes, you can go ahead and make an Eruv. So, as Rashi clued us in on this question before, if the beginning of the Mishnah is saying that before Shabbos you have to ask, did you make the Eruv? But then the end of the Mishnah says, if it's, you can go go ahead and make the eruv. So, <clears throat> what's going on here? Is it if you if you can uh, make the if you can make the eruv already in this or still in, during this uh, suffolk period, then why why is it so important that you make that you make the statement before Shabbos before it gets dark? Um, <clears throat> it's a, it's problematic with from within the Mishnah itself. Um, the Gemara brings down a simon now. This this simon actually the 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 uh, Marsha says. Is uh, referring to all the statements of Reb Abba Amar Abchiyav Ashi, who's going to be the next uh, Amar we're quoting. It's it's not here. It's actually every statement that he makes through the Masechta. So um, when we when we get to every time he says something, we can come back here and see how it relates. Simon begufe begufia zimra tipra bechavla de milsa. Okay, um, <coughs> it, it, it literally goes all the way through the Masechta. Okay, so um, let's see what he has to say. He's going to answer this question. Um, so, uh, 
we just mentioned the question in this Mishnah that where <coughs> the Mishnah mentions Eruv twice, once that you have to say it before it gets dark, and once that you're allowed to do it in, during Ben Hashmoshes, which is after that time. Um, so now we're over here. Uh, two dots. Um, so two dots here. Amar of Abba. Towards the bottom of the page, Amar of Abba. So Amar of Abba, Amar of Chiyavar Ashi, Amar Rav. Loi Kasha. So he say so he answers there's no there's no question. Kan ba erev tchumin. In the first part of the mission, it's referring to erev tchumin, which is um, if you want to go more than two thousand amas from your uh, home base, you have to uh, go to that point and, and uh, place an erev there, <coughs> and you can walk. Then you can move your home base to that point and walk another two thousand amas uh, in any direction from there. Uh, and the second part of the Mishnah, which is uh, uh, during Ben Hashmoshes, is referring to an Erev Chatseris, which, as we've mentioned, is uh, joining together a number of different courtyards so you can carry from one house to the other. <coughs> so that answers that question. Let's see Rashi. Uh, the first Rashi on the Gemara. Im uh, That's still daytime. And you still have plenty of time to be able to um, take Meiser and to uh, make the Eruv. So that was the first statement of the Mishnah when you have to ask, you have to ask in your house about uh, making the Eruv. And this, the uh, second part said you're like, you can do it uh, during this uh, Suffolk period, which is Ben Hashmoshes. Uh, so Rav Abba answered that uh, that, case was, that that case is talking about Eruv Tchumin. Tikkun Malya, that's considered a a uh, positive tikkun, you're, you're fixing something. Das tchumin akroi. Because uh, there, the Rabbanon, even though it's uh, Erev is older Rabbanon, the Rabbanon uh, based themselves on Sukim. Even according to one who says that the Tchum uh, Shabbos is Drabbanon, so we learn out an Erevin, which uh, we'll get to in hopefully sometime in the next year or so, um, that we, we learn out from there that Tchumen is Drabbanon. Aval Erev Chatseris, Chumer Ba'amahu. But the Erev Chatseris is more just a Chumer, Velemikri Shvisa Malya, that Malyasa is not considered your actual resting. Sveka de Benashmash is Shabridomi. So that's why during Ben Hashmashas you're allowed to uh, make an Erev Tchumen. So we see there's a difference between Erev and Erev Chatseris. So an Erev Tchumen is, is a, a more strict um, <coughs> type of Erev, <coughs> because the Tchum, even though it's a, it's a machlok, is whether it's Darabonon or Dares, but even if it's a, if it's a Darabonon, it's based on Psukim, and there is a, we, they do have a source for it, which we'll see in Erevin. But an Erev Chatseris is more on the level of a Chumra, so that's why during Ben Hashmoshes, this Suffolk time period, the, uh, <coughs> the mission is okay with uh, someone making an Erev Chatseris. <clears throat> okay, let's go back to the Gemara. <clears throat> um, about uh, ten lines from the bottom. For Amar Rava, Rava says, Amr <clears throat> If if the, uh, two people said to him, Tseeva Arivalenu, go uh, and make an arrow for us. One of them he did while it was still daytime, when it was no problem. And for, <clears throat> for the second one, he did it. He made the error of Ben Hashmoshes. 
the one who he did um, during the daytime, his Erev was eaten and the one who he made the Erev for his uh, Erev food was eaten uh, after it got dark so the Gemara says that both of these uh, people are able to take advantage of their Erev um, and we're going to see why. And Tosis actually points out, there's a one-line Tosis here, in the middle of the, middle of the page, it, when it says it was eaten after it got dark already, it, uh, that's irrelevant. It could, could be eaten later on. It was eaten on Shabbos at some point. <coughs> Just putting that in to keep with the uh, flow of the, of the case that we're discussing. That's the Arab Tachum. Well, we're, we're going to see what we're talking about. To- no, we're talking about... Be- no. no, this is the Arab Chatseris. This has to be because the erev tchumen you can't do during ben hashmoshes. You can only do the erev chateres during ben hashmoshes. That's the way we came, this came out. Right. Well, um, what should we eat the erev? One second. Uh, uh, let's, let's see Rashi. Let's, let's take a look at Rashi. Um, he says tchumen. Yeah. No. Okay. I feel better. Now. You're right. You're, you're right. Yep. Um, let's take a look at Rashi. Four, the four lines from the end of the narrow lines. Ben Ashmoshes Koina Eruv. He's Koina. He he acquires his Eruv. Shulchilas Kedushas Eruv. That is the beginning of the uh, holiness of Shabbos. Nechal Shaochle Kelev Adam. That a dog or a person ate it. Meaning it was gone. She Eruv loved me by Yom. So uh, the first one, he did it during the daytime. Uh, he put it, he put his erev at the end of the tchum, so it's an erev tchumin. He bought yom while it was still day. He spik lahachshich mamish ad shenachal ben hashmoshes, and it didn't get dark. Um, it didn't get to complete darkness. It didn't, it didn't get to the point that we refer to as tesach kachavim until it was, and then it was eaten before that time during ben hashmoshes. So uh, Rava says, Shneim Kano Erev. Both of them acquire their Erev. So now let's see why. Um, for the one that was eaten, Ben Hashmoshes, So for him, we're going to consider that time period of Ben Hashmoshes night. And uh, we're going to say that he already made Kiddush. Uh, when the Erev was still existed, but Kona Erev, and at that point that he made Kiddush, when the Erev was there, so for him, that his Erev was is, is fine. Um, the the Kona Erev, and he acquires his Erev, and therefore he can, then he can go with the two thousand hours past his uh, Erev. Talacha Kerviosi, the halacha is like Kerviosi, the Arab Erevin, who says an Erevin Suffolk Erev Kasher that if you you're uncertain whether you you have an Erev or not, it's kosher. Olagabe what about the other one that was placed there Ben Hashmoshes and it lasted till nightfall so for him that Ben Hashmoshes is going to be called daytime so even though it's two, two, two people um, and for one, we, for one we can call it day and one we can call it night and he didn't make Kiddush when it was uh, still there Ben Hashmoshes and Nimtze Shahayosham and we, we find, we, somehow we know that we, he checked the security cameras and saw that when he made Kiddush, um, after nightfall, it was still there. So for him, that Ben Hashmash's period is going to be called day. Is, is, it, is it 
Is it, real, is it uh, based on when he makes Kiddush? Or Kiddush Hayom means that the day became Kadosh? Okay, yeah, it could be the day, the day became Kadosh, you're right, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, uh, I'm not sure, because because if we say that it was when the day became Kadosh, then why does it, what, what, was it for one, not the other? Or that's one person talking about the same one. Because we don't know when it's Shabbos. Right, we don't, is a Right, so what we're saying is, for you, it became Shabbos. Right. For you, it didn't. Most like people have an early minion on Shabbos. So for those people, right, right, right. they take it in Shabbos. They take it in Shabbos, right. are driving to Shul at the same time. Yeah, so I'm not sure whether we're saying that it came in or he... Because he uses the words for Kiddush Hayon, that he then, he made, then he was Mekadosh today. You're depending on this person to make Kiddush at a particular time, right? And that's that, not mentioned in the Gemara. I'm, I'm just, I'm just right. No, and I, I, I understand. I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Um, so I'm being argumentative I'm, this morning. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to think about it either way. It's, I I could definitely hear it either way. That we can say that this for this person Shabbos came in, this one didn't. But then it's a little difficult to say why why should why why should we pick this point for this person and this point for that person just because of his eruv. But to say that he, this one made Kiddush, you know, this one davened at Shkia, and this one davened at Tzais, if we can the say that that's... It should be different. It should be, if this one made Kiddush, then, then the Zerub well, is good. But, well, was, but, but that, that's what Rashi's saying. Rashi's saying that when he, when he, made, when he was Mekadosh, when, when, when he said Kiddush, his Zerub still existed. That's why it's okay for him. I mean, it shouldn't be reliant on Ben Hashemosh, it should be reliant on exactly when he made Kiddush. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll drop it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a good well, question. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. The question me is, why do you have to ask every Shabbos if you've established the Erev Tachumim? I mean, you don't necessarily... I mean, if you're staying within your Tachum, that Shabbos, you wouldn't make an Erev Tachumim anyway. Right, right. So but, why do you have to ask, did you make an Erev Tachum? I mean, that all sounds... And, and, where are we going? Right, you know, right, right. Where are you going? I mean, I'm assuming it means in the situation where they would normally have to make one. I, I, it's, oh, uh, I'm loving with the impression that you know, every yeah, Shabbos is supposed to ask three things. Yeah. One of them is, have you made your Erev Tachumim? And, I mean, I don't go 2,000 almas, you know. Outside of the city, yeah. because that would be a long walk. Um, well, but, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, even you know, when you think about these little, I don't know, stepples or something. Or right. I mean, in Israel, you know, I carry an Arba. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. it's 400 families within my day. It was 400 families, you know. So how far are you going to walk outside the fence? On, right, right. On that's, that's, yeah. Uh, even so, yeah. So you're going to make an error, you know. Especially, uh, yeah. And my, my guess is that it was more common back then. They, I don't know. I, I, uh, I think it would be less common. Because these people, be, yeah. I mean, they didn't travel that. I mean, you know, you talk to some of these people from the old country. You know, they yeah. said if we went 20 they, miles. They didn't go anywhere, yeah. Yeah. Um, they lived in small towns before. Right, but they didn't go anywhere from those small towns. They stayed in the small towns. Right. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, find the answers on that. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> okay, so. It's a definitely, definitely good, quite good question. I'm, I don't have an answer right now. It's okay. Um, I will see what I can uh, find. Thank you. Um, so now coming back to this case of the two people making the Eruv, so... It, it does seem to be that that, 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 that particular um, question about the three applies to Eruv, that's Eruv also. 
Oh. Well, I mean, the, the Gemara, we just said in the Gemara that we're, we we had this, this question that why is one saying, why, why are we saying it twice in the Mishnah? And we made this, yeah. made this split. The first one's talking about Erev Tchum and the second one's talking about Erev right, Pateros. So right, but when you, when you ask about it, you, you're yes. referencing both. Okay. According to Rashi, you, you, I mean, that's what, that's what Rashi says. It says a Rabtem is Erev Tchum in Pateros. So Pateros. Right, but the, the, you're right. that was the Mashmalas in the Mishnah. Hmm? That, that's the understanding of the Mishnah, but then we, we uh, change that understanding based on the uh, Gemara. But it, 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 could, it could refer to both. The, 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 the Gemara's question is saying, is why are we mentioning, uh, yeah, the, the Gemara's question is, why are we mentioning in the second part, in, during Ben Hashemoshes, you can do Erev, and why do you have to ask, what are you asking about before Shabbos? But you can still be reminding them about the Erev Chatzeros also, yeah. Okay. I mean, that sort of answers the question. The Erev Chatzeros is definitely uh, yeah, I think, I think more common. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That's what, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah that would have used every Shabbos. Right, so, I mean, that, that, that makes a little more sense. Okay, so uh, coming back to our two people with their uh, Erev in the Umed at different times. So, uh, the Gemara answers, Shneim Kono Erev, both of them are able to acquire their Erev. Monoshach. So, Monoshach. We can look at it either way and, and, uh, allow, th- and allow them. So Ibenash Mashis Yomama, who, if the the uh, period of Benash Mashis is considered daytime, Basrulikni, so that the second one should be able to make his eruv, to have his eruv, the one where who, where it was made, Benash Mashis, and <coughs> he the, he was it was eaten after dark. So he sh- he should be able to have his eruv because he was kind of that place during. Uh, uh, he he was he made the eruv before. Shabbos started because uh, Ben Hashemoshes is considered day for him, um, and then it was only only in one shot once Shabbos came in after dark, so he should have his air of Kamalolikni. Ben Hashemoshes considered what? Hmm? Well, Ben Hashemoshes is, is where is a suffix. Yeah. We don't know what Ben Hashemoshes is. So that's why we're discussing this. We can go either way now. So we, since we have two people, one the Erev was made before Ben Hashemoshes, one, one the Erev was made during Ben Hashemoshes. So the first, the first one was eaten uh, during Ben Hashemoshes, and the second one was eaten after ben, af, after dark already. So if we say that Ben Hashemoshes is day, the, f- the second one should have a good Erev, and the first one should be stuck without an Erev. And the other way, if Ben Hashemoshes Leliyahu, if Ben Hashemoshes is nighttime, Kamalikni, the, the first one should have his Erev, because his Erev was made before uh, that period that we're considering night now, and it was eaten after that. But the second one shouldn't have a good Eruv. Um, so the Gemara answers, Ben Hashemoshah At the end of the day, this time period of Ben Hashemoshah is a doubtful period. And a rule that we apply in many, many cases throughout Halacha is if we have a Suffolk Darabonon, then we can be Mekel. So over here, it's a Suffolk Darabonon because uh, the Eruv the itself is, is uh, Darabonon. We're, gonna, we're not going to say that you can go and light candles during that time period. As the Mishnah said, but if it's a, something that's a Durabonon, then we're Mekel, and you can take it either way. For each person, you can be Mekel, even though they're in stark contradiction with each other. <coughs> um, well, Ben is also a Durabonon, isn't it? Well, no, because the, the, if, if you're talking about lighting candles, then you're a Suffolk Durabonon, because if it's nighttime, then it's, a, then it's an Issa Durabonon. Yeah, but you don't know what it is. I mean, the... Ben Hashemosh really depends on no, what you're doing. The Rabana, I mean... It, it really depends on what you're doing. That, that, that's, that's what it comes down to. No, because I'm thinking in terms of, what is it, a shvutz, the shvutz, or a... 
Right. Or should have one Durabana on top of another Durabana. Right. It's, it, that, that's... It's, 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 that, that doesn't apply, that, that's not really applying to Ben Ashmoshes. Ben is a doubtful time period, but I think it, it, it's not necessarily a Darabonon time. It, it depends how we pass how we pass on what it is. But what you're actually doing no, is no, what, what, what determines it. I understand that, right, yeah. that concept. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, but it's, it wasn't something, there's an apostate from the Torah, and it's not a halacha Moshe Messinai. Right. So the only thing left then is the Rabbana. Well, I mean, the Torah tells us nighttime. We're just not sure what nighttime is. So, uh, no, we know um, what nighttime is. We know when the stars come out. It's nighttime. I mean, that's, that's the way. That's the way we pass it. Maybe it starts earlier than that. Maybe it starts when right, the sun goes down. Maybe. Right. So that's that's the suffix. Right, but that whole thing is the uh, the Ravana. That's no, all. That's no. That's I'm just an art. It's a suffix. Suffix in in understanding in, of of what yeah. of, of when when it's actually dark. It's just not understanding. It's not Durabanan. We don't understand. We don't know. I mean, there were Xeris that were made Benash that are Xeris Durabanan, but I, th- I, I don't think so this I, is not a, this is I don't think it's a, it, it's, it's a suffix. It's, not, it's neither Durabanan or Durabanan. We're just not sure what is this time period. Is it day or night? Okay. And uh, so that, that's, that's what it comes down to. What are you doing during this time? And if it's a, if it's a so that's why the Kamara is able to come out. That's so figure Darabonon Lakula. Since you're doing something, it's a Darabonon, and we're not sure what the suffix is in the time period, um, then uh, we can be makel in that case. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like any other suffix. We we don't we don't. Right. Know it's a, it's a suffix in Matthias. Yeah, suffix in Matthias. Don't know what it is. Right. We're, we're trying to establish is it the next day yet or not? Yeah, that's it. And it's not a, it's not a Darabonon <clears throat> thing to. That, that suffix, it's just a suffix on what it is. Right. If you have a piece of meat, you don't know if it's kosher or treif, it's not necessarily a darabonon or a daraisa, it's just you don't know what it is. That's probably rot. This one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, the same idea, it's a suffix in, in Matthias. Like if you wake up in the morning and look at the person next to you and you're not sure if it's your wife or not, that's just a suffix, it's not a darabonon or a daraisa. <laughs> you got a much bigger problem. Yeah. Okay, that's exactly right. It's a bigger problem, yep. You tapped the There you go. Um... Okay, so let's see uh, Rashi. Um, fourth wide line in Rashi. Basra Likni. So we said that we had a Mamanashach. So the, the later, the second person should be able to have his Eir. The one that was made Benashmashos. If we say that Benashmashos is uh, daytime, he should have a good Eruv. Kamala Likni. But the first one should not have a good Eruv. Because his Eruv now, even though he made it before Benashmashos, we're still considering Benashmashos daytime. And his Arab was eaten before Shabbos, so he was never able to, uh, it, it didn't work for him. Because you have to keep the Arab at the time you're, uh, that the uh, day becomes Kadosh. And since it wasn't there, his Arab is no good. Um, so at the end of the day, the Gemara comes out and says, that this whole thing is a Yisafik Durabonon, Kloimar. This means to say, this whole case, which means that the we're not saying that that uh, just to, he's he's clarifying we're not we're not saying that uh, Ben Ashmoshes is a Sophic Darabonon, but we're saying this case that we're not sure if Ben Ashmoshes is day or night. The Milsa Darabonon is Tralon, that it happened to be in a case which is uh, uh, something that is a Darabonon, which is Erev Tchumin, and therefore. Since the suffix is occurring in a halacha that is drabanon, uh, we can be makel over here. So I think he's actually Rashi is actually addressing that point and saying 
um, the, the suffix of Ben is not a suffix Darbon or Darasa, it in itself is a, a, just a suffix in, in Matthias. And since it's in a, an Isra Darabon, a, 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 a issue, that's why we can be Mekel over here. I think that Rashi is actually making that point. He, say, he says Kloimar, which means it's not the uh, simple understanding of the words. He's actually has to uh, put in a chat to, to say that, to make sure we understand it correctly. Okay, so. Um, Let's continue with the two dots in the Gemara. We're going to go into the, the last case of the Mishnah. Omar um, Rava. Yeah, Rava says, three lines from the bottom of the Gemara. The two dots. Omar Rava. Mithnema Omru. Why did we say, Ein Tomnim Bedavar She'enoi Moisif Hevel Mishech HaSheicho? Why do we say you cannot... Uh, insulate your chant with something that does not add heat from uh, when it gets dark. Um, this is going to be a discussion in uh, the fourth parak, which uh, just keep this in the back of your mind that when, when we get back to it, this uh, when we're referring to something that does not add heat or something that does add, that do, does add heat uh, when you're putting your chant on. Uh, so Rava uh, says we, you can't do that on Shabbos. Because uh, you might come to uh, cook up your chalant inst- uh, instead of actually just uh, wrapping it up. Um, so Amalei Abaye, Abaye said back to him, Yihachi, so if that's the case, Benesh Nami Nigzor. If that's the case, that you can't use something that's not Moisif Hevel on Shabbos to, to wrap up your chalant. So... Uh, Benashmoshes, we should also be making zera on something which is not Moshev Hevel. Um, meaning that our Mishnah is referring to uh, wrapping something up, wrapping a chalant up with uh, something that's not Moshev Hevel as opposed to something which is Moshev Hevel. Um, so Amalei, so Rava said back, Stam Kederes Roishchos Hein. He says, no, we're not going to make the zera on uh, something which does not add heat. Because generally during Ben Ashmoshes, the pots are already boiling. You've just taken off the, taken them off the fire, so we're not worried about you going and reheating it again. You're just going to take your uh, towels and wrap them up. Let's see Rashi. Um, five lines from the bottom of Rashi. Hachi Garcinon, uh, Why do we say that on Shabbos you cannot? Uh, wrap up your chalant with something that does not add heat for example uh, wool and uh, other types of uh, shmatas that, uh, that are soft and they insulate <coughs> after dark like we see in our Mishnah our Mishnah says during Ben Hashemoshes you can wrap up your chalant the reason that it's permissible to do that is because it's, it's a suffix which, which the implication from that is if it's definitely dark and it's already certainly Shabbos, you cannot go and uh, wrap up your chalant. And uh, generally, hatmana, when we're talking about uh, putting, wrapping up the chalant, it's with something that is, does not add heat. Because if you're talking about something that adds heat, which we're going to see shortly on the next, next onward, I'm um, Asr. Even uh, during the day, even even before Shabbos, even during the daytime, that's also to uh, wrap your chalant in. Kedatan Perak Dalad, like we're going to see in uh, Perak Dalad, 
Antonin Lebegefes, there's a whole list of things in Perak Dalad which you're not allowed to do Hatmana with, you're not allowed to wrap up your chalant with them. Xero Shema Yimtok Deros. Even before Shabbos. Starts. Even before Shabbos, yeah. Things that add heat. So you can't put it in an oven then that's saying before Shabbos. Again, we have to define exactly what, what Hatmana is. Hatmana means wrapping something so all, all six the, sides are wrapped completely. Right, and so, it stays uh, in. Right, and it stays in there. So that, that's, we'll, we'll get to that in Bamet Tomdin. That, that's. Uh, a major discussion exactly what is considered hatamana and uh, we can get into the contemporary halachas of what's considered hatamana or the crockpots and etc. Xera Shema Yimtuk Derosashin at Stananak Shayutilatmina. the whole Xera is that you'll maybe you'll find your if you can't do it on Shabbos and you can't uh, you can't even do it before Shabbos with uh, something that adds heat because maybe you'll find your uh, pots cooled down when you want to wrap it up on Shabbos, and then you'll go and put it on the stove for a few minutes before you wrap it up, and that, that's Bishel. Uh, and you're going to end up doing uh, Bishel on Shabbos. That's what, that's the uh, source of this Xera that you can't wrap something up with, even with something that's not Moisif Hevel, and uh, something that's Moisif Hevel before Shabbos, we'll see, we'll see why. Um, so Abayah said back, Yihachi Benash Moshes Nami Nigzor. You should also make this Xera uh, during Benash Moshes, that you can't... Um, uh, wrap up your talent, even with something that's not Moise of Hevel. That's a good Xera. Because you're, you're making a Xera on something which is an Iser Daraisa. And Altana clearly holds that they made Xeras on Darabon uh, on items Benashmoshes. Because our Mishnah says you can't take Meister on something that's definitely Tevel. So we, Abai is asking Rabba. It's a good xera. Why do we make such a xera? So Rabbi answers back, we're not concerned about you going and reheating it during Benash Moshes because most, uh, gen- generally, pots are rois chos hein. They're already boiling during Benash Moshes. She has some of the Benash Moshes who ma'avira me'ala or because you take them off the fire right before Shabbos, right before Benash Moshes. There's uh, uh, the concern of it cooling off and you're going and taking it and putting it back on the fire uh, doesn't exist at that point because generally your your chant is already hot by then, <coughs> um, and if it, if it's not hot then uh, you might have some issues. But uh, that's another case that comes up later on also. Um, let's see if we can get the next couple of lines done. L- bottom of the page, the last two words. Omar Rava Rava said also as we go over the page. Why do we say that? Uh, you cannot uh, insulate your chalant with something that adds heat. Even during the day, even on Friday, after, even on Friday before Shabbos, we're concerned that you will uh, wrap it up with ash that has a live coal in it. It has a, a burning ember in it. So says, "Okay, so what? So what if there's a burning ember in it on uh, on Friday? Do it anyway." So he says back, The Xera is that you'll uh, come and stoke that those embers to get it hotter, which is an Isser of Havara on Shabbos, and that, that's the concern why not allowed to do it with the Dora Moisef Hevel. See Rashi tomorrow. <coughs> Good day.